the national champion is clad in and big orange. Alabama does it. National championship number 18. 13 in all. Absolute perfection. It's the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. A visit with Drake Holly and friends talking about the magical world of sports in Middle Tennessee. Good afternoon to you, Middle Tennessee, and welcome into the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I am Drake in the studio. With my good friend Coach Mike on the boards, and like I said, it's Thursday, November 16th, and we've got some stuff to go over sports-wise, so just pull up a chair or just reach over there and turn that knob a little bit to the right or push a button that has a bigger speaker on it or whatever you need to do. Turn Put it on cruise control and that's r- it. Ro- that's down it. The pull field, over, run grab down the road with us. If you're rolling down the road, pull over, get a bite to eat, and uh, we're going to run down some college football. We're going to run down a little bit NBA, talk a little uh, pro football. So we've got a lot going on this hour. Thank you for joining us, and uh, let's start it off with tonight's action. Tonight there is a college game. The Boston College Eagles are traveling down to Pittsburgh to play <clears throat> to play the Panthers. Um, and I've got a Magic 8-Ball pick for that. Magic 8-Ball gave us a little information on that game, and I'll be happy to uh, share that with you at the end of this hour. Um, also, there's an NFL game tonight, and as the Cincinnati Bengals – go to Baltimore and play the Ravens. That should be a pretty good ball game. Now, T. Higgins, uh, for all you fantasy folks, T. Higgins looks like he's not going to play in this game, um, which will put uh, a little bit more. And Jamar Chase, he's, he's kind of be a little iffy. I think Jamar is going to play, but I don't think he's going to be at 100%. Um, and, you know, sometimes in these situations, Coach, especially in the NFL, when your star player, like a wide receiver, is not 100% ready to go, but you kind of use him anyway. Do you know what I'm saying? He's kind of used as a yeah, decoy. decoy. Do you understand? So Because so you've got to respect the, what he can do and what he possibly could do. You also know that there's a certain amount of gamesmanship right. among coaches about how just how injured a player is. Right. Uh, the, the, now the gambling industry has made that a lot harder to do. Sure. Uh, but there's still some there, you know, is he, is he hundred percent? Is he 80%? Is he 50%? You know, so I, people if, will fudge those numbers. Coaches will fudge those numbers all the time. And so speaking you, you got to prepare for him to be at hundred percent and go. Speaking of gambling, if I'm looking at players to score a TD tonight and, and looking to put a little bit of money on them, um, Irv Smith, big tight end out of Alabama that was, uh, picked up by Cincinnati. He was drafted by the Minnesota Vikings, and um, he's caught a couple touchdown passes this year. So on the Cincinnati side, maybe Irv Smith, maybe Tyler Boyd, um, but not T. Higgins. And, I, you know, 
Jamar Chase, he's one heck of Maybe a 75% Jamar Chase is just as good as any other starting receiver in the NFL. I don't know. But I'm probably going to shy away from Jamar tonight, especially at Baltimore. And I might lean a little bit more on Joe Mixon, the running back for Cincinnati, and maybe Tyler Boyd or Cincinnati's tight end, Irv Smith Jr. Um, now, uh, I have also have a Magic 8-ball pick. Excuse me, a little raspy today. Uh, Magic 8-ball pick for uh, the NFL game tonight. Um, but the first things first, big game of the weekend for all you Vol fans after um, kind of got to di- pull up the bootstraps and recover. Kind of uh, after the disaster in Columbia, Missouri this past weekend, uh, the Vols go home to Knoxville, the friendly confines of Nayland Stadium. And as it has number, been very friendly to them. As number one Georgia and Georgia is back on top of the college football playoff rankings um, that have come out. And number one, Georgia is a 10.5-point favorite at the Vols' house. Um, that is a 2.30 start Sunday afternoon. Saturday. Saturday. Oh, excuse me. So I've got NFL on, my, on the mind. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's a 2.30 start on Saturday afternoon. Now um, – you know, the Vols took it on the chin 36-7. Coach, you were out of town. Clayton McClaw and I talked about that. Um, Eli Drinkwitz, the head coach, had a couple of choice words there at the end of that broadcast. I'm talking about whooping someone's rear end, um, which it basically uh, is what it is. I mean, you know. Yeah, it, was, I mean, it, was it is a, what it is. It was and, a beat down, and, and, now, and now whether, there's no other way to – there was no other way to say that. There's no drink, other way to put it. Whether yeah. Drinkwitz was taking a little bit extra out on Tennessee due to the fact that Tennessee was throwing the ball on him late last year. I was going to say, previous two a, years. In a 66-24 beat down of Missouri, and Tennessee threw um, – with well, with 36 seconds to go, they scored a touchdown. Yeah, there's uh, and then with about five minutes ago, they threw a 46 yard bomb touchdown in the fourth quarter, um, and beat Missouri 66 to 24 in Knoxville last year. So maybe there's a little bit of a little bit of a of a payback and his and his feelings got hurt a little bit in Knoxville last year so he was trying to he was trying to ruffle some feathers this year who knows uh, yeah it is what it is and it's been reported you know widely that there's no love lost between Heupel and Drinkwitz and okay. and, and so you know they they go at each other okay fine uh I don't know. I, I cannot remember. You know, those those late touchdowns, it kind of, to me, depends on who's scoring them. If it's your second or third team quarterback and your second and third team receivers that are still scoring touchdowns at there, you have – Missouri, you have nothing to say. Because, I you know, he's the, – yeah. the, the only way a coach – the only way a coach can really hold down a score and be – honest to his players is to do it by subbing. Yeah, now, if a sub gets out there, you tell him. You play. You play our game plan. If our game plan is to throw the ball, okay. you go do it. Okay. You know, my job as the coach to hold, quote-unquote, <laughs> hold the score down and stuff like that is to sub out. 
okay. is to sub my my my. My big guys out, but I think and let my young guys calling, play. I think the play calling is what, what, what well, comes. What comes? I mean, you're up by thirty. Coach, Coach yeah. Mike, come on now. You're up by thirty. But right? you don't you're, ask your. You're you don't by, ask your. You're up by thirty, and yeah. you're throwing the ball, and you're up by but thirty. But that's your game plan. Minutes, that's what five, you do. Little five minutes plus yeah. to go in, in the fourth quarter, and you're throwing forty-six yard bombs. And then, and then thirty. If that's what your tells you to do. Thirty-six seconds yeah. to go in the ball game, yeah. and you're running the ball into the end zone. If I'm doing that with so my it, third or fourth so teamers, okay. then yeah, I'm get, okay there. And, get, and again, when I get beat down, what's good know, for the goose right. is good for the game. When he gets his chance so and he does that any, to me, I have no room so to I say anything. I don't want to hear anything out of Joe, uh, yeah. Joe Basilio or Bo Silly, whatever his name is, <laughs> now that's up his there job. in Knoxville, and and and, and a bunch of and a bunch of t- Tennessee fans calling in, crying about you know about what Drinkwood says yeah. at the end of a ball game. Yeah, if I, you know, so as a coach, so, I'm, and I'm going to speak as a coach, okay. and I look up there and I see that score, and I see there's people scoring in the late minutes on a, on a game that's already decided. I look up there and I see he's got his backups in there and he's doing that. I have nothing to say. That's fine. Okay. Okay. And he's throwing and, and he's throwing fifty yard bombs and, five minutes uh, with ago. his backups. With his backups. With his backups. I don't ask. I don't ask my backups to not that play. Sits, that sits per, per, perfectly fine. Well, with it you. doesn't sit fine with me, I mean, but at the same okay. time, I have nothing to say. I, you know, and, okay. and and there. But at the same time, I get it. You know, this, what goes around comes around. And if my backups can do the same thing, then that's what we're going to do. Well, I'm not going to ask my backup guys to change what we've been working on okay. the whole year or the whole week just because the score yeah. is this big. Well, we we we'll, we'll see what we'll, we'll see what happens this weekend. Just by chance, the Georgia Tennessee game gets out of hand. Oh, it could be. And and Georgia Georgia still throwing deep, still throwing deep. And but long, if they're doing it with late, their first teamers, if they're the doing game. it with their first teamers, that's another that's another deal. But okay, when, when the game's out of hand, but it's okay. It's okay. It's okay to if, run if the score up. If you're doing with your second, with your, if you're second doing with your second and third teamers, that's again, you don't ask your second and third teamers not to play. I, you don't take the ball out you, of their hands. Well, you, we're not talking about taking the ball out of their hands. We're talking about we're talking about throwing fifty yard bombs with second and three third teamers. To go. With second That's, and third teamers. Okay. Okay. You know, and, and it's, it's about the play call. It's really again, it's really about your coaches and what they're calling, it, not how your second and third teamers are playing, in my opinion. Your second yeah. and third teamers will do what the coaches Tell them send, to do. send them send in. Yeah. So it also so so all the unsportsmanlike uh, BS starts with the coaches and the play calling. The the second and third stringers yeah. aren't out there calling their own plays. No. Okay. Well, the first so, teamers aren't so, calling their own so plays. The, uh, so the unsportsmanlike stuff all starts with the coaching staff. Okay, again, what you're calling unsportsmanlike or there again uh, as a throwing coach. Deep, throwing as deep a up coach, by 30. As a coach. Throwing deep up by 30 is unsportsmanlike. And, and again, what did I say a while ago? If I see the other team doing it and I look up there and it's their second and third team guys, hey, it's our job to stop them and we didn't. And guys, we're going to have to pay the we're going to have to pay the piper. And, and you know, keep and, your mouth shut. Keep and you your mouth shut and play there, ball. You walk out there in midfield and you shake that coach's hand. You did a good job. You kicked our butts. Good job. Way to go. Good job. You kicked our butts. And if I don't like it, I'm going to have to do something about Appreciate it in practice. Appreciate you calling those last two bombs on us. You know, when, if when, he did it with his you, second and third teamers, you already beat my boys down by thirty. Honestly, and and this is That's me. Okay. okay, this is me. Okay, if he did it with his backups, I have nothing to complain about. Okay, Oregon quarterback Bo Nix is currently the betting favorite. To win the Heisman. Yeah. <laughs> Nix is listed at basically minus 110 or even money. 
uh, as of this past Tuesday afternoon with Washington's quarterback Michael Penix Jr., who's formerly at Indiana, uh, is basically three and a half to one to win it. LSU is, is the, the same third. Court, this is the same quarterback that could not hack it, could not be successful at an also ran, uh, an SEC also ran. That's true. Oh, you're talking about Bo Nix. Bo Nix. And you're yeah. talking about Bo Nix used to be at Auburn. Yeah. And then transferred to transferred because, out to. Yeah, because he couldn't be successful, consistently now, and successful at Auburn. we're going to talk a little bit about that. But the third favorite is Jaden Daniels, LSU quarterback. He's at four to one odds. Uh, they've got three losses. Don't know and enough I, about him to. I don't. I don't know. He's got some good yeah. numbers, but still has three losses. You know, Ohio State wide receiver, a non-quarterback, comes in uh, in the top five. Let's see. Oh, I'm sorry, in the top four. Um, let's see. One, two, three. Yes, top four, and he's at about five and a half to one odds to win it. And he's like I said, non-quarterback. Last time that happened and that was puts Devontae, him under the eight ball right there. Devontae Smith, um, from Alabama was the last non-quarterback to win the Heisman. So those are your Heisman odds. And you know the deal is, is my, my deal is this: take Michael Penix Jr. Put it back at Indiana. Take take Bo Bo Nix and put him back at Auburn. Do they have anywhere near the numbers that they are showing playing at the Pac-12 on the left coast? Do they do they even sniff those? Do they even sniff those kind of numbers? Why is Bo Nix in Oregon to start with? Well, because he couldn't get it done at Auburn. (laughs) I mean, you know, and so that's kind of my deal, folks. I mean. I mean, I understand that these guys are putting up unbelievable numbers. I get it. And if Jaden Daniels, the quarterback for LSU, was in was in Arizona State, oh. Arizona, there's no telling the numbers he would put up. up. Yeah. He's putting up incredible numbers in playing, an SEC at, playing at LSU. But being that LSU has no defense, uh, they got three. They have three losses. Yeah. So, uh, you know, he has no control over. He has no way of controlling that. Before you're allowed to be put on the pedestal of 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 greatness at at the end of a college football season, and the Heisman Trophy is one of the most coveted trophies in in college football. Some would agree. Some would disagree. Some don't really care one way or the other. But uh, you know, before before you hand that hardware over to that individual. I think it makes a difference in the competition that they had to deal with and play against as opposed to the uh, their competitors in the Heisman Trophy race who they had to play against. Yeah, I also think there here's the, here's the other thing. Uh, the Heisman Trophy is considered is done uh before all the playoffs and the bowl games start. Okay. Why? Why can't you just put that – it's it's a ceremonial award. You don't go out and play – it's not like an all-star game or something like that. You don't go – it's a ceremonial I award. See what you do in as the postseason. As far as championship-wise goes? That or, because, or performance in a bowl game, performance in a postseason situation, and see if it – Holds up. I like it. Like for instance, and, I think the Heisman. Why rush? Why rush that? Because you, you've had so many players that receive it, and they say, "Well, it's an it's an in season award." Well, if it's supposed to be the best player on the in the league or best player in college football, the the cream comes to the top when it counts. Right. 
And well, let's see what let's see what cream comes to the top when it counts. There's been so many Heisman Trophy winners that basically choke it when it comes to the championship games or the playoff games that uh you know why why rush that? Why you know, let's wait and see and then make your make the pick. Well and let's the, see who has the you know, who has the most influence for that year overall. Well, I, I agree. And and you know, I I want to I want to say uh, the Heisman Trophy is awarded this year on December 9th, okay? And I'm pretty sure that's the same day as the – I think uh, the final – That's the same day as the SEC championship, championship game. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's awarded like 6 o'clock at night or something like that, the New York Athletic Club. Well, there's all these games and, and, and the, the balloters or the voters for the Heisman Trophy, which there are, I don't know, I want to say well over a couple hundred of them probably – uh, they vote well before this date. The oh, votes yeah. are tallied up that week leading up to it. So it, the, it's already in the ballots of who's going to get it that Saturday night, no matter what happens in those championship games. Right. And, and, and so you're saying let those games play out. At least let those games play, play out. out. Yeah. Now, maybe not the bowl games, but you could wait another week. Why not Why not wait till the week after the championship why weekend? Why not? Yeah. Why not wait till after everything's done? And then vote on it to see, why, yeah, who, who exactly is it. is the best and who had the most impact in you know in their competition. I get it. I mean, you know, I, I, I don't see why. It, again, it's a ceremonial award to start with. I so totally, why why rush it? I totally why get rush it. it? Um, Alabama, they play UT Chattanooga this weekend. Seven and three Chattanooga. UT Chat. Uh, the Moccasins visit Tuscaloosa. <laughs> Going to turn be turned into slippers. I'm that's afraid that's an eleven o'clock start, and more than likely will be carried on the SEC network. Alabama is a forty-four point favorite, so we'll see what happens. And I, I, I got a feeling Coach Saban's going to take it easy on the moccasins. I just have a good, I have a feeling on the inside that. But then again, Alabama's sitting at number eight on the outside looking in. They got it. They got it. They got it. But how much? They got to have a dominant how much, performance. How much improvement would a thirty-five point win? be compared to a 50-point yeah. win. Now, no, I mean, they, you know they, what I mean? I mean, that's They not, don't necessarily have to run the score up, but they do have to be dominant. Right. Absolutely. And that's, they have to be dominant or they, they will hurt their chances. Oh, and I, and I think they probably have a pretty good chance yeah. of being dominant. Okay, we're up against our first break. Um, I'm going to talk – I'm going to, you know, we always talk about bad beats in, in gambling. You know, when something <laughs> happens at the end of a ball game, you've got a team and something crazy, a fumble, interception for a touchdown, whatever, cost you your wager. I had a couple of good beats last night, and I'm going to tell you all about them on the backside of this break. This is the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I am Drake for Coach Mike. We're in the studio. It's Thursday. Give us about – Three or four minutes. We'll be right back. This is Coach Traders Dog from Columbia Central High School Football. You are listening to 101.7 WKOM in Columbia, Tennessee. 
Hi, I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Parks Motor Sales was founded by my granddad, Bobby Parks, and my great-granddad, Julian Mays, in 1958. We've been family-owned the whole time, and being family-owned, locally-owned, means you get to get your next vehicle or your existing vehicle serviced by the same people who stand in the grocery line with you, drop their kids off at the same school you do, and smile and are happy to see you when they do. So come see us at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee, on 919 Nashville Highway or ParksMotorSales.com. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. Are you new to Murray County? We want to welcome you and your family. We are a local residential garbage service, and we want to be your garbage man. We've been around for over 30 years, so we have a reputation. Check us out at garbagemaninc.com or call Mike at 931-540-0919. You could also ask your neighbor. 931-540-0919. Hi, Terry Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. When you think of diamonds, what do you think of? Rare, precious, timeless, sparkles like the sun. They are timeless and nothing like them on earth. Then do you think, where do I buy local to buy the perfect ring? Maybe a diamond pendant or earrings or maybe a new diamond band. Look no further. Tillis Jewelry carries all your diamond and jewelry needs. Stop by and see our wonderful collection. And remember, if you don't know your diamonds, know your jeweler. Tillis Jewelry, downtown Columbia. Hi, Jimmy here for Columbia Ace Hardware. Columbia Ace Hardware now carries Magnolia Home by Joanna Gaines Paint. Now their premium quality and huge selection of colors will be right in your neighborhood. Along with the award-winning service and advice, Columbia Ace has always provided for your paint projects. Around the block, what you need in stock, with people who know their paint. Columbia Ace, the helpful place. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. Do you have trees that need trimming or removed? Do you have stumps that you want ground? A1 Tree Removal is a family-owned and operated business local to Columbia and Lewisburg and servicing surrounding Middle Tennessee. They are licensed and insured and provide free estimates. No job is too big. No tree is too small. Give old Luke a call or text Luke at 931-359-3113. Or you can check them out on Facebook and tell A1 Tree Removal that you heard this ad on the radio. If you love America, you will love A1 Tree Removal. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. This is Elk Kennedy. The old saying is, happy wife, happy life couldn't be more true. Many years ago, my wife, Mary Susan, had major surgery on her back but continued with chronic pain. Doctors were saying invalid, disabled. But then she found the Dr. Gill Center for Back, Neck, and Chronic Pain in Franklin, Tennessee. It has changed our lives. We visited there recently with Dr. Wendy Tui, saw the -the state-of-the-art facilities. Folks, don't take a pill. Call Dr. Gill. Go to callmepainfree.com. 
Hey, this is Seth Moss at Tennessee Valley Equipment, a premier FAE Prime Tech, Bandit, and Surex dealer. We are your dealer for all of your land clearing and forestry mulching needs. We sell equipment, provide repair service, and parts along with a rental fleet of mulching equipment. We also offer mulching teeth, blades, and sharpening. Our number one priority is getting you up and running as quickly and affordable as possible. Tennessee Valley is located at 300 Santa Fe Pike in wonderful Columbia, Tennessee. Stop by or give us a call today at 931-981-9812. This is Trip Stoltz with Columbia Ace Hardware. I love listening to 101.7 WKOM-FM, Columbia, Tennessee. And good afternoon and welcome back in to the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I'm in the studio with Coach Mike on the boards, it is Thursday afternoon, November 16th. And I tell you what, folks, even though there's a couple of – probably a couple to three regular season weekends left in college football, there's going to be a lot decided between now and Thanksgiving um, and the week after Thanksgiving – uh, on how all this shakes out with the college football playoffs. And, uh, you know, it, like I said, there's a lot to be decided, Coach. So just hang tight, uh, especially the Pac-12 and the Big Ten. Obviously, you're going to have Michigan-Ohio State playing the last game of the season. Um, and that the loser is probably out of the CFP, and the winner is in. And then, then you're going to have Washington uh, that now, has to play Ten, at Oregon State this weekend. Does the Big Ten play a championship game now? They used to. They didn't. Yeah. Uh, you just stumped me. I can't remember. I don't know. They're they're the one that did not. I, yeah, I think the NCAA basically said everybody that's everybody's got to play one. Yeah. Well. As it turns out, um, not only will one of either Ohio State or Michigan, they're undefeated now, one of five teams, top five teams in the CFP with Washington on the outside, either Ohio State or Michigan obviously will have one loss after that game here in a couple of weekends. But um, then you're going to have undefeated Washington – uh, who has to stay undefeated, in my opinion, to make it into the college football playoffs. I agree. Um, and they play Oregon State this weekend in Corvallis, Oregon, which is a very, very tough place to play. And Oregon State would love nothing better to yes. be oh, the spoiler I, here. Absolutely they would. And, 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 and they're number they, 11 in the I can country. I number 11. They're, they're, they're number 11 they're in the capable. country. They're capable. They're capable. So, yeah. um, and, you know, that Pac-10, uh, Pac-12 – Anybody can beat anybody, uh, you know, like this, like this, like the NFL on any given Saturday. Um, but anyway, uh, I want to tell, I want to share a little story about you. You know, um, the guy on the ball headed guy on uh, ESPN, Van Pelt, yeah, Scott, yeah, Van, Scott S- Van Pelt, yeah. SVP, SVP. You know, he and his buddy do bad beats. Yeah. you know, they do and the best, <laughs> and it's hilarious. And I, I mean, it's I, a good, it's a good segment. I, I, I enjoy. I don't, I don't gamble, and I still enjoy right. the segment. And they, they go back and they show videos of just what happened right at the very end of ball games that will that that will 
obviously turn a a golden bet into a, a bet full of loss. Uh, yes, a loss. Okay. <laughs> so um, last night, I just it was the two college football games were MAC games. Okay, and you had uh, you had Miami of Ohio playing Buffalo University of Buffalo in one game, and then the other game. You had uh, Ohio University, and they're in Athens, I believe. Athens, Ohio. Akron, obviously, is in mm-hmm. Akron, Ohio. But uh, University of Ohio, um, they were 10.5-point favorites, and they were playing Central Michigan. Okay? All right, so we're going to go back up to the first game. I had Miami of Ohio minus 7.5 points. Okay? The dreaded hook. You got me? 7.5 points. So – uh as as the game's being played the score is 20 the score is let me 16 to 10 and i am not covering that seven and a half points and so my and we're talking about maybe five minutes ago in the ball game and miami has the ball and they drive down the field drive down the field well, finally, they score a touchdown. They make it 23 to 10. So I'm covering the seven and a hook, seven and a half. So Buffalo obviously gets the ball back. And they had done nothing basically offensively the whole game. So they put in a backup quarterback. And I'm thinking, all right, they're putting in this scrub. And they're, I am just going to. They're, they're conceding I'm, the game. I'm, I'm, I'm home free. I'm thinking of ways <laughs> how to spend this money that I'm making on this ball game, right? Up 23 to 10. The Red Hawks of Miami are, who I've, I've put a little change on. They're up by 13. They're favored by seven. So I'm, I'm feeling good, right? Well, Buffalo gets the ball. The guy, they get on. They kick off. They get on the 15. They barely make a, a first down to the 25. And I'm thinking, all right, we got about three minutes to go in the ball game at this rate. They're, they're going to run out of time at about the 30-yard line, down by 13. They're not kicking any fields. It doesn't make any difference. Well, about that time, the quarterback for Buffalo drops back, hits a receiver running the slant over the middle, and that guy pops he, the tackle and he takes off. He takes off to the end zone like Jerry freaking Rice. I'm telling you. <laughs> and they and they and so right. And you're watching your dollar and, sign exactly. go right behind you. With, with <laughs> each each ten each yard he's making, it looks like dollar bills are flying off the heels of his cleats. So he gets right to about the two yard line, and and the receiver. I saw, this. I saw this. The receiver for Miami of Ohio catches up to him, knocks the ball loose right before he dropped it. He, did, was, he uh, was clear. He was free and clear by ten yards. I thought, I thought he got. Well, no, he there was something it. going he, he on between the defenders. Three yard line. Anyway, <laughs> the ball comes out. The ball comes out like at like the one-yard line, and it rolls towards the back of the end zone, and one of his fellow receivers comes running up and jumps on the ball, however, which would have been a touchdown had he been in bounds. 
but he, his, part of his body was out of bounds when he touched the ball. So they look at it and it take they go to a complete commercial break and then come back and I'm just sweating bullets. And I'm going, I can't believe they're gonna, I can't believe this just happened because I mean there's like a, no there's like um, two minutes to go in the ball game a little over two minutes and uh, Miami Ohio not they're not they're not going to go back down there and try to score. It's going to wind up wind up a seven point game if they miss the PAT or it's going to wind up a a, a six uh, or eight point oh, excuse me. It's going to wind up a five-point game if they if they kick that point after. Anyway, uh, so they go to commercial break. They come back, and, you know, the clouds opened up, and the sun, even though it was at night, <laughs> the sun shone down upon me <laughs> and my wager. And they said he did not – A, he did not break the plane, and B, his fellow teammate who fell on the ball for Buffalo – was happened, out of bounds. Happened to be out of bounds, so it's a touchback. Miami gets Miami gets the ball, and they end up winning the game by 13, 23, 10. And it was a great night. So that was not a that wasn't a bad beat. That was a bad beat turned good. Well, I'll, I'll it depends last. on which side of that bet you were on. That, that, that's exactly right. I just happened to be on. I bet you. I bet you that shows up this week. This weekend on, on uh, bad beats on SVP. because they'll, yeah, they'll, they'll come from the other side of that. Now uh, the other game last night, which is also a, a Mac Mac conference game, was between. Let me let me get this right. So I make sure I get this right. It was between Miami. Let me see here. I'm sorry. It was between Ohio University out of Athens. And between Central Michigan University, okay? Ohio University is favored by 10.5 points, okay? And so the game, the game is relatively close most of the night. The score uh, with about, mm, I want to say, eight minutes ago in the ball game in the fourth quarter. Ohio University drives down the field and they make uh, – I'm sorry. I'll take that back. I'm take, let me back all the way back up. Ohio University is up 31 to 14. Okay, they're favored by 10 and a half points, and for most of the second half, they're they're way they're they're comfortably ahead of Central Michigan. Central Michigan drives down the field with just probably I don't know five or six minutes left in the ball game. And they're down 31 to 14 now, and they're down 17 points, and they score a touchdown. Okay? So they make it 31 to 20, and I've got Ohio by 10 and a half. So I'm covering by a half a point at 31 to 20. So about the time they get ready to kick this, this point, this point after attempt, which will make it a 10-point game and have me losing my 10.5-point favorite bet I have on Ohio. There are these four dudes, four college-age kids, and they uh, behind behind the end zone there, it's kind of like a it, – it's a bowl, mm-hmm. but it's a field. It's grass. Yeah. Well, here come these four kids running down to the fence right behind the field goal. And they start screaming, wide right, wide right. And the announcer says, do you hear those? He goes, do you hear those guys chanting wide right, wide right? And about that time, they kicked the ball. And dang, if he didn't miss it, wide wide right. right. (laughs) 
it was the most incredible thing in the history of college yeah. football. And they showed, and I don't know if you guys saw it last night, but they showed these pair, these four college kids standing there by the fence behind the goalpost. And they're all they're waving at the camera, yeah. and the, and the announcers are going, "These are the guys that were hollering." And they replayed it. They said, "They said yeah. you all have got to hear this," and they replayed it to where, you know, the kids were going wide right, wide right, and sure enough, the dang kicker pushes it wide right, makes an eleven point game. Uh, Miami goes back down and kicks a field goal, and uh, I'm excuse me, Ohio goes back down, kicks a field goal. At, at at the very end of the game, make meaningless, yeah. but it was Covers. but it was awesome because yeah. I just knew that PAT was going to cost me. But but those guys put the jinx on him and it went right, wide right. And yeah, it, that's going to be on SVP. Oh yeah, that'll too. be. I'm sure that. What about the pro game Thursday night? Um, that was uh, it was uh, Buffalo and uh, I can't remember now. Oh, Denver. Denver. About the 12 men on the field? Yes, the field goal. He, Denver <laughs> drives down. Denver drives down with uh, no timeouts. Neither, kick neither a, team. Kick neither a 30-something yard field neither goal. Team, Chip shot. Neither team has a timeout. So they're driving down the field, and they Denver finally – okay, they take a shot to get, to get it closer because they've been out on the edge for, for about a minute. They finally make a big play and get it closer. They run out on the field. They, they, they don't have they any timeouts No left. timeouts left, and they can't spike it. They don't have time to spike it. So they're running out there. And, of course, both teams are switching field goal teams in and out. And they get set. Everything's set. Everything's looks like in motion. The kicker, and he misses it wide left. And you're, thinking, and you're thinking and, the and game's thinking, over. Okay, and, Buffalo wins. Buffalo and, wins. And, and, and Buffalo wins it, pulls it out. <laughs> And all of a sudden they go, then there's a flag literally 30 seconds after the play's over. This had to come from New York or something. And they look down there and they call 12 men on the field. And they count them up. And, and, there was and sure enough, when they did the stop action camera. Put the number on each and player. Said, and they, there were 12 men on the field. Okay. So they move it up five yards, give him another kick, puts it right down the middle. <laughs> Denver wins the game. <laughs> I mean, it's, and, and Buffalo wins their or loses their like third in a row or something, and, yeah. and a whole bunch of yeah. They fired. Uh, I think they, they, they fired. And the response here's the response in response to the loss. They fire the offensive coordinator. <laughs> Poor <laughs> offensive coordinators. I mean, they they just get the brink. I mean, you know, defensive coordinators too. But it seems like <laughs> offensive coordinators are just the, the first hit on the chopping block. On every college, major college, and pro team I turned out to my there. wife. I turned, we were watching that game, and my wife was about half in and out. She she could watch it or not watch and stuff like that. And I said, "Uh oh!" I said, "Some special teams coordinator is about to get <laughs> reamed out and probably fired." Over I'm this. surprised. And I'm, and I'm, you know, speaking of OCs, I'm surprised that Tim Kelly up there in Nashville has still got his job. I don't know. Well, they're giving. I'm sure they're giving him the benefit of the doubt because of all the injuries to the line, and you know. They're, they're, I guess, I, but I mean, I don't know. I, the Titans, they're they're. <clears throat> I'm afraid their luck is. You know, they. they I mean, three points or whatever it was. You know, they, it, 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 for, year, for two years, for two years, they have been able to run the injury gauntlet. And uh, it's just and, caught and, up and still, with and, and I think it's just caught up with them now. Okay. And, and until they get the until they get the offensive line worked out, 
they're they're going to be a, they're going to be an gonna, up and down team. I mean, it's, it's not going to get any better. Yeah, and, and there you go. Okay, this is the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I am Drake in the studio with Coach Mike. Uh, we're going to take our last break. And don't forget, we got Magic Eight Ball coming up. Got a little NBA talk going on. Uh, doing check in with the Predators, and uh, we'll be right back. This is Jim Ross, and you are listening to Front Porch Radio, WKOM 101.7, located in Columbia, Tennessee. Celebrate you with a new vehicle from Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia. We have a huge selection of new vehicles waiting for you. We're talking cars, trucks, and SUVs. And if you're in the business of selling your vehicle, we've got you covered. We'll buy from you even if you don't buy from us. At Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia, we're locally owned and operated and proud to serve our community as the largest CDJR dealership in Tennessee. Find your new ride today when you visit Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia. I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. We have advertised with WKRM and WKOM for the past several years and found it to be very successful. I highly recommend advertising with them if you have a local business like ours. We're located at 1608 Hatcher Lane here in Columbia. We're open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6 and Saturdays from 8 to 2. Stop by Holland's for all your prescription needs where we have fast, friendly, courteous service. We custom fit support hosts for you also. Thanks for supporting Holland's and WKRM and WKOM. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at tenpin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. In today's uncertain world, you can never be too careful about your family's financial future. That's why the Parker Group, a part of Baird's Private Wealth Management, is offering a free second opinion on your financial plans. Let us review your current plan, and we will identify any gaps and offer suggestions to improve it. Please call the Parker Group at 931-548-3737. That's 931-548-3737. Robert W. Baird and Company Incorporated does not offer tax or legal advice. This is Mark Curry at the Trailer Store. We are a local, family-owned business. Every day, I work with my wife, Susie, my mother, Becky, and my son, Justin. We offer a full line of lawnmower trailers, utility trailers, stock trailers, and a full line of trailer parts. We also offer service. Come see us at 1021 New Lewisburg Highway. Call us at 931-381-2795. That's 931-381-2795. Farmer Johnny here, Taylor Family Farm. I want to give you all a little look-see. We raise 100% non-GMO grass-fed beef, pasture chicken, and pork on our family farm. 
Everything that we grow is raised with love and care to ensure the highest quality and nutrition for our family and customers. You can shop online at taylorfamilyfarmtn.com or visit our farm store in person at Etheridge, Tennessee at 301 Dave Reisner Road. That's taylorfamilyfarmtn.com for more information. This is Delk Kennedy, owner of Kennedy Broadcasting Company, operator of WKRM, historically 1340 AM, now 103.7 FM, and WKOM, 101.7 FM. We call ourselves Front Porch Radio, and I've said many times what that means. It means that we are working to connect this southern Middle Tennessee community, one listener, one relationship at a time. And let me elaborate on what that means. In this community, we will relentlessly promote jobs, commerce, business, industry, education, arts, green space, music, rivers, the great outdoors, healthcare, churches, charities, sports, and all the great people of Southern Middle Tennessee. Join us, help us, call us. Front Porch Radio, Delk Kennedy, thank you for listening. This is Coach Devin Simler from Columbia Central Baseball. You are listening to 101.7 WKOM in Columbia, Tennessee. Welcome back into the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I am Drake, joined in the studio by Coach Mike. It is Thursday, November 16th, and uh, NFL game tonight. Cincinnati is at Baltimore. Should be a pretty good game. Baltimore is about three-and-a-half-point favorite. We've got an eight-ball pick here in just a few minutes for that game. Also, there's college game tonight. And let's see, that is Boston College at Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh's minus three in that game. Um, and we've got a Magic 8-ball pick for that game also. Now, um, NCAA basketball is tipped off along with some high school games. And uh, there's a high school game high school tonight. Basketball game. Yeah. High school basketball, basketball games. Yes, high uh, school basketball games. Yes, Central opens up their season, and honestly, I don't. I haven't looked at the but schedule. But the game is tonight and will be carried on 103.7 FM. Yes. 103.7. You want to listen to Columbia Central High Basketball, as always. Yeah. And Barry Over Duke. 75 years, Mr. Barry Duke. will be play-by-play, play and I'll be helping him in, in the colors. There you go. Um, now, uh, NCAA basketball rankings. Um, number one is Kansas. Number two is Purdue. Number three is Arizona. Number four, Marquette. Number five, UConn. Number six, Houston. And the Vols come in at number seven. So the Vols are in the top ten. Uh, Creighton comes in at eight. Duke at nine. Florida Atlantic University that made a big splash in the tournament last year. They come in at number ten. Other SEC notables uh, in the top 25. A&M, Texas A&M is at 13. Arkansas is at 14. Kentucky right now is at 17. And Alabama comes in at number 22. Uh, you know, and this is this is the time of year where kind of you see teams padding their, padding their record, padding their schedules, 
whatever you want to call it, just basically lining up some cupcakes to get yeah, these, warmed these up. are their scrimmages to figure yeah, out. Yeah, kind of glorified scrimmages. Uh, well, it, it also gives the coaches a chance to look at their depth. You know, okay, who 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 do I want to be that seventh man, that eighth man to come in on the on the rotation? Uh, give him some, give that guy, give those players a chance to play significant amounts right. of time, and we get a chance to see him, and, and we'll see. Um, but you know, you know, in high school football, we use the we use the scrimmages sure. to do that. Sure. In college, they don't allow scrimmages like no, that. So, no, they, so they use teams like Tennessee, Vanderbilt, games. Alabama, whatever, bring in a team like Wolford, um, Mercer, uh, somebody that is many grades graded lower. Mm-hmm. Uh, basketball talent wise than these guys pay them a pay them a nice Huge. check yeah. a nice check to come in and get their ba- brains beat out by a, a, a top tier school like the Vols or like Alabama or whatever the deal is now uh, one team that locally that's tried to do that is the Vanderbilt Commodores and coach they had their very first opener they lined up Presbyterian I guess that's Presbyterian College uh, is is what that is um, for their first opener. And they got beat 68 to 62. Jerry Stackhouse and company for um, for the for the Commodores lost their opener to Presbyterian College. Do you know what the nickname I'll give you a nice shiny silver dollar if you can tell me the nickname or mascot name, whatever you want to call it, for Presbyterian College. The Bishops? <laughs> That's a hell of a guess. <laughs> but eh, you're yeah, wrong. Uh, well, uh, They're called the Blue Hose. <laughs> Folks, don't run off the road. You heard that correctly. I, <laughs> As a, as I think boat. I would be starting a committee to reconsider you know, our mascot. At least it's not purple. You know what I mean? <laughs> but I'm going to tell you, folks, that is exactly what they're called. They're called the Blue Hose of Presbyterian College. And they beat our Vanderbilt Commodores right in Nashville the other night, 68-62. to 62. And then uh, I think just last night, Vanderbilt was playing UNC Greensboro, uh, which is kind of like playing uh, UAH of Huntsville, maybe, something like that. Greensboro's been a – I mean, they, at least in their league, they're pretty strong. Yeah, uh, they're, they're they, not, they go they're to the tournament. A, they, they, they're, they're they, just not the they represent of their conference yeah. in the tournament, so they're not really yeah. pushovers. But Vanderbilt had an 18 point second half lead and ended up winning. And UNC Greensboro gets it down to two points with about two point with about two minutes to go. Vanderbilt winds up pulling it out. But I mean, it just kind of shows you Vanderbilt sets up Presbyterian. Home opener, they get beat. They play UNC Greensboro and struggle. Almost with, get beat. Struggle yeah. with them. So it could be a very long year for Coach Stackhouse and the Vanderbilt Commodores moving forward. I wonder if he's got some key people hurt. Yeah. That you know. Yeah. Well, um, uh, some other uh, another team that has a lot of people hurt the two and nine Memphis Grizzlies. I mean, they were without Ja Morant because of his gun suspension. Uh, and he won't be back. <clears throat> Excuse me. Morant won't be back with the team until December 19th. 
but um, they've lost Derrick Rose uh, to injury right now. Santi Aldama, the Spaniard, they've lost him to an injury. Xavier Tillman to an injury. Uh, they lost their big, big. They lost their big center, Stephen Adams to a preseason knee injury. Now he's going to have surgery. He's gone for the season. So the, um, you know, the the Memphis Grizzlies are going through a very tough time, and it's going to be a little while before they get back. And like it's like I said, right now they're sitting at two and nine. So we look for them to get healed up and play some better basketball, especially when they get John Morant back from suspension for waving guns around on social media like an idiot. Um, the NHL Preds lost to the Anaheim Ducks, um, three to two, I believe that was Tuesday night and, uh, the Preds are now five and 10. So they're sitting at about three thirty three on the winning percentage. And that's not that great. Yeah. Um, next, this coming Saturday. Puts them on the bubble for the playoffs already. This coming Saturday <laughs> is their next game as they take on the Chicago Blackhawks. As the puck drops at 1 o'clock Saturday afternoon in Bridgestone Arena in downtown Nashville. Yeah. If, you don't so, make the, if you don't make the NHL playoffs, you're really having a bad right. year. They're, everybody they're, everybody, yeah, everybody makes the NHL. <laughs> there you go. Um, okay, so tonight, um, Amazon Prime Video, Thursday night football. Cincinnati is at Baltimore. Baltimore is a three-and-a-half-point favorite. Magic 8-ball, he says take the Ravens. Kickoff's at 7-15. Ravens are minus three and a half with a 46 total. And like I said, Magic 8 bosses take the Ravens. Both of these teams are coming off last second surprising losses. Um, yet both are kind of considered Super Bowl contenders at the beginning of the year. So we'll see what happens. Um, like I said, T. Higgins is, is not going to play, is out for Cincinnati. So uh, Joe Kuhl has to find some other outlets to score, and I say Irv Smith Jr. Uh, and Joe Mixon are TD scores tonight. Um, other good NFL games this weekend, 6-3 and three Pittsburgh at 6-3 and three Cleveland. That's a noon kickoff. 5-5, um, five and five, oh, by the way, Deshaun Watson, $230 million guarantee contract, out for the year. Shoulder surgery, done. Couldn't happen to a nicer person, Jimmy. Jimmy Haslam <laughs> and his wife, co-owners. Uh, Las Vegas Raiders, 5-5, five and five, are at the Miami Dolphins this weekend, 6-3. and three. We'll see if that, that Cinderella slipper still fits. The Las Vegas Raiders, they've won two in a row since firing their head coach. Um, and Let's tonight – where, where do the Titans go this week? The Titans or are, are they going – No, the Titans are headed – to Jacksonville, and Jacksonville's yeah. a six-and-a-half-point favorite. But you know what? I like the Titans right there and a little bit tight, tighter game. I'm telling you, Coach Vrabel is 24-12 and 12 against the spread when he's been an underdog of more than three points. Against more the than, spread, though, not, against, not necessarily winning. Out I'm wins. just talking yeah. gambling. I'm talking yeah. about making money. Yeah, um, that's – I mean, that's, uh, as far as know. just winning, they, they've got a pretty, again, pretty tall order with, with, with their offensive line issues. There you go. Having. Monday Night Football is a rematch of Super Bowl 57. Call it 57.5. Philadelphia is at Kansas City. And for tonight's college football game, the Magic 8 ball says take the Boston College Eagles. Pittsburgh might be one of the most terrible 
teams in the country. This has been the Front Port Sports Radio Hour. For Coach Mike, I'm Drake. We're out. Talk to you tomorrow. 